There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. No. No. Start again? <laughs> no, leave it in. Make them wish that they were getting that intro every week. If, if, only if you're a patron. I'll sign up for the bloody patron. <laughs> Come on, what else are you spending your money on? Food and staying alive? Boo. Uh, no, welcome to the National Treasures podcast. The <laughs> comedy podcast where Will Duggan and Laura Lex go to places and have lovely days out. Then discuss those places. Um, today we are doing a deep dive on witches, but specifically witchcraft and witchy history and witches in the United Kingdom. And Will, what's amazing about this episode? You and I, Laura, are not only together in podcast land, you're in my study. I'm in Will's house. He's <laughs> never, ever let me in before. He's always made me sit on the doorstep and just whisper through the letterbox when I want to talk to him. But today he's opened the front door wide and allowed me in and here I am. And what else am I doing for you today? Uh, making me a lovely dinner. Making you a dinner and then? Playing Overcooked. Playing Overcooked. But I have insisted that we record at least three episodes before we play Overcooked. That's not true. You said very clearly in your text at least one. We have to do three or we are going to get very behind in this content, William. Listen, babes. You know? I know. <laughs> Nobody wants to play Overcooked more than me. It's the greatest game on planet Earth. However, um, we got stuff to do. And you got witches to tell me about, bitches. I have, I have got witches, bitches. Hey! <coughs> so, Laura, firstly, a massive shout-out has to go to the website historic-uk.com, who, without this episode, uh, this, this website, this episode would not exist. I love this. Okay. Thank you, historic witchcraftcom Or historic-uk.com. That was the one. the right yeah. one. yeah. So, I was looking through my research, and I had maybe f- for patrons of the podcast, 
you'll know when I occasionally in the live stream share my uh, screen, I have quite a few tabs open. And I realised today that I had maybe six tabs open about witchcraft in the UK. And they were all just basically different articles from historic-uk.com. <laughs> so, yeah, huge thanks to them. So if they're lying, this episode's fucked. Yeah, 100%. Like, if, if you hear anything that you don't think's true, what are you looking at? Oh, it's just, I don't know. I'm listening to you, but my eyes are scanning your bookcase behind you, I suppose. Do you know what I always think of when I look at someone's bookcase? That John Waters quote, if you go back to someone's house and they don't have any books, don't fuck them. Why? What if they've got a Kindle? It was done in the 80s, that quote. Oh, right, okay. What if they've recently moved there and there was a fire at their old place? Well, they should start unpacking and buying their stuff back before they start banging people. Nah. Or go to yours. (laughs) I think I just don't want to fuck that guy that's done that quote now. John Waters? Yeah. You know John Waters? He's gay, he won't want to have sex with you. Well, that's good. I don't know who he is. Yeah, but also, your no books are spray. here in, in the office. Yeah. So, what are you going to do? Like, bring someone Throw in here to look at your office before you fuck them? That's right, do all my sex in the office. I'm like, hey. I don't think it is. You are not of an age where you are bending people over a desk, young man. No, I, I yeah, but by that, you mean, I'm not the age where I have sex with people who are of the age where we bent over a desk. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, Becca's in the next room. We could ask her. I've got to hope she's the only person you're fucking. Yeah. I've got to have her. I know she's in the next room. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about witchcraft in the UK. So, you and I have, in in the the past of our podcast, spoken about witchcraft in the UK sort of tangentially because we went to see Mother Shipton's cave. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Mother Shipton was classed as a witch, even though she was more... uh, fortune telling and prophecies but until the sort of early 16th century witchcraft was sort of something it was a don't ask don't tell kind of thing okay so we were a catholic country up until the reformation and the Henry the eighth that sort of thing they were church of england so witchcraft the church said was heresy um and pope innocent the eighth in 1484. Said, You're just asking for trouble if you... What name do you want? Innocent, please. Yeah. That is the first person I'd start digging around in their background. It's like that... It's a great... T- who's the comedian who wears a T-shirt that says something like, I am not involved in child trafficking. And he says, wearing this T-shirt really invites a lot of questions that are answered <laughs> by the T-shirt. Like, um, but yeah, so he said in 1484 that witchcraft was heresy... And anyone caught doing it would be excommunicated from the church. Is that where the Judge Jeffreys trial <coughs> come in? Was that witchcraft? Judge Jeffreys? Yeah, witch hunting. I don't know who that is. Well. I'm not involved in that, I'm afraid. Was that, was that the UK? Yeah, it was West That's Country. That's a shame, I really missed that. It was one of those people that came up a lot in my like schooling as a kid. Not enough that I completely remember what he is, obviously. But then nobody else ever seems to have heard of him. And you go, oh, this was just a weird Somerset thing yeah, that well, you lot taught us about all the time. We're going to talk a lot about East Anglia. That's a lot of Oh, yeah, like Essex. I've read a few fiction yeah, novels Essex about that kind of Pendle area. and all that kind of Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So, in 1484, the church says heresy, excommunication, denounced as a thing. But a lot of villages would have the local witch and it was you're right there I just knocked something on the floor and I don't, I don't know what it was it. it might have been this pineapple oh, I can great. see why you play with a lot of stuff in here it's now got, William it's not even the only pineapple in it hello Becca double White. pineapples uh, they're stressed always for this now anyway that's because Becca lives with you yeah so uh, 1484 but 
there were witches in villages, but it was almost in like a naturalist have this medication made of root. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. That kind of witchcraft. Yeah. And then in 1563 in England, uh, it was made a capital offence, okay? Uh, by, I think it was James the Sixth of Scotland. No, no, um, his father. Was he the one that wrote the book about demonology? Demonology, yeah. He yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. So it became big and it became a capital offence in 1563. Now, a lot of witches... It's, it's a hugely misogynistic what? thing. So there were men accused of witchcraft. There were young... Were they called warlocks? No, they were called oh. witches. There were young people accused of witchcraft, but the, mo- the vast majority of people who were accused and tried and executed all this of witchcraft were old women who looked like, and not my words, Historic UK, you said this, Old crones. <laughs> Old crone. So, that is a great line from. Uh, was it the night? The Christmas night. Do you see that Netflix film where is a it knight? The K. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Hell's teeth. He's like looking for an old woman, and he just goes, "Old crone," and it's one of the greatest lines in cinematic history. Is it a good film? No, but I have watched it like four times, so maybe it is good. Right. I know it's now... It's still January, isn't it, when it's going out. So Christmas has been and gone. Pretty nice one. It's literally in, like, three days. Oh, is it really? Oh, it's this week's? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's why I suggested we do some recording. You've got to, haven't you? You've yeah. got to. <laughs> no fair. I've got no issue. No notes there. Do you know, I don't think that either of us are lazy people. I think we're quite diligent people. We're two of the hardest working people I know. Why can we not get a fucking break? By which I mean, just to catch up with our own shit. Yeah. Also, why can't we get a break? Anyway, um, so, they're all women. They're mostly old. They are classic. You're thinking the Wicked Witch in Snow White. It's people... Some of the things... Brewers. Well, brewers, definitely. Did we discuss the brewers on the podcast before? I can't remember. It's something I like to talk about a lot. So... You know when you know one fact and you're like, I'll get my fact well, out now. Do you now. know what? Please. I was going to talk about it, but you can have it. <laughs> I've, I've got loads more. It wasn't it basically like the idea of the hat and the, the broomstick, that is like a brewer's look. And it yeah. was often like maybe women got into that business before other businesses allowed women in. It's exactly that, yeah. So the, the 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 a broomstick is just a broom, but it's will be used by brewers for sweeping up the hops. And the hat was used. It's like the uniform of the brewer. yeah. And then um, our big bubbling cauldron, I suppose, like the, brewing. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was women taking away the masculine role. Um, you know, Goody Andrewus Tatius was was livid. He was all <laughs> over uh, ye olde Twitter. Um, but yeah, so it's that, but. Some of the things that will be looked out for to signify a witch were genuinely s- snaggle teeth, sunken cheeks, hairy lips, uh, and, oh, I'd be fucked. and moles. Oh no, I'm a double witch. Yeah, and genuinely, if they had a pet, that wasn't good. Oh if no, it was, if it triple? Was a, if it was a cat, neither. Oh, mine's a dog that behaves like a cat. Your dog thinks it's a cat, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. So, they were... Taken in, and it was very much. If any, I imagine a lot of people in this listening around in the UK. If you're not, welcome, beyond on you. We've got quite a few American listeners. Howdy. Hello, uh, the US. How is things in the US? I don't know why I'm waiting to respond. <laughs> um, so, uh, 
it was just you could just accuse someone of being a witch bang yeah no big issue and they would get uh, and a lot of the women accused ended up confessing to being witches but because they were being tortured and some of the tortures they're insane so you've got uh, the pilgrim winks which sounds fun mm. but it's just an old word for thumb screws oh no and the claspy claws oh no now that don't have a torture that alliterates that's like making it whimsical when it's not a whimsical thing yeah so uh, the claspy claws were <laughs> <laughs> you know leg braces oh yeah. yeah so it's leg braces so iron leg braces that have been put on a fire for a few hours. Oh, no, no, so no, 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 no. Now, this Judge Jeffries, I haven't come across him. No, he was, he was, he was actually, um, he's nothing to do with witches. He was trials, but it was after the Monmouth Rebellion, he basically put to death a lot of people in the West Country, including a lot of women, and gave harsh sentences. What kind of sentences? Like death and hanging. And that is harsh. That's the harshest That's sentence. the harshest. That's the, yeah, it wasn't just like um, the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. That's not a harsh sentence. It's a beautiful sentence. Yeah, but it's quite um, difficult to remember. I don't even know if I got all the words in it then. I, do you know, I got in so much trouble about that sentence. So if anyone doesn't know, the sentence, the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog, uh, features every letter in the sort of like Greek alphabet, the A to Z, the classic. Um, but I was convinced it did that, but it only used each letter once. But of course it doesn't. Like fox and dog sharing O, yeah. for example. And I was like, oh yeah, use each letter, but only once. And someone showed me the fox and dog, and I was like, well, you've got it wrong then. And I was, I, I was such a shit. <laughs> you know, do you ever have that when you're having an argument with someone and you realise too late that they're right? And your choice is I have to say sorry, but you're not doing that. You're not an idiot. Or you're going to double that. Like, no, no, uh, it's not an O. It's like that O with a line for it's Swedish. It's all the letters yeah. in the world. So. The Dirk. The Dirk. So, <laughs> Big man, folks, jumped over the lazy Dirk. The, the lazy Dirk. Uh, so, 1563, it becomes a capital offence in the UK. And, but the big witch time in England was... 1645 to 1646. Does that link up with the time it was big in the US? I think it's a little bit earlier. Okay. Here. And the biggest area was East Anglia and uh, Essex. Essex. And Norfolk. Norwich. Yeah, so that kind of whole area. Is that Norfolk? Yeah. Yeah, East Anglia. What's the other N1 near where you are in Kettering? Northampton. Northampton. I always get Northampton and Norfolk muddled Well, Northampton, like, our local news is look east, which is East Anglia, but we're the most, like, west version of it. Right. So, the people that lived in East Anglia at the time were staunchly Puritan. Right, okay. Really, really Puritan, but Protestant Puritan. They hated Catholics. And because Catholicism is a little bit more mystical... Yeah, like the, uh, the it's a bit Protestant. more incense and stuff. Incense, isn't well, there? Like, the communion's the big thing, isn't it? Like in Catholicism, the bread and wine literally becomes yeah. The, whereas in just for the listener, Laura is playing something. Uh, it's a re- <laughs> it's a cool little T Rex that's jaw is on a hinge, and its back is filled with little paper notes. So you can write a note to the other person and put it in T Rex's mouth to be like, "Hey, here's the here's, here's the news for today." Yeah. Um, there's a hated mysticism, the whole, like, papery and all that kind yeah. of thing. And there are a lot of bigoted 
preachers in the area who were staunchly anti-Catholic, staunchly pro-Puritan, and were desperate to get rid of heresy. And a man, an unsuccessful lawyer, came to help. Would you like to know who he is? Yes, please. His name is Matthew Hopkins. Oh, that rings a bell. Witchfinder General. Yeah. So played by Tim Key. Played by. No, no, no. He goes, he's going to find Tim Key. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Tim Key's going to find going him. Going to find him. Tim Key uh, in the, 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 the Witch Hunter, which we've not mentioned there, the BBC, BBC sitcom. Yeah, it's that area. Yeah, okay. So, Matthew Hopkins came to massive prominence as the Witchfinder General. Claimed to have been given the sort of right to find witches by Parliament, but never had. Oh, but of course, lying. Yeah, so there was no such thing as a Witchfinder General, but he claimed. But the thing, if you think how far away Norfolk and that is from London, and it's the 1600s, mm. you can't send an email like king.james at crown.net. <laughs> um, so you go, fine, and you dress nice, so why not? So, as you mentioned earlier, uh, James VI wrote a book called Demonology, which is all about witchcraft and demonic magic. He was obsessed with the black arts. He thought it was something terrible that must be looked out for, and he convinced Parliament to pass the Witchcraft Statute in 1604, making witchcraft a crime punishable by death. So everyone was getting really worried about witchcraft, because if the king's worried about it, everyone's worried about it. Um, And it's also happening in mainland Europe as well. Um, and then during the English Civil War, all this kind of things going on. So basically, Matthew Hopkins comes out. So nobody knows his early life other than he had failed at being a lawyer. Oh. Okay. We do know that he moved to Manningtree in Essex in 1644, and he loved puritanicalness. And he said that it was his God-given mission to destroy, and I think this is a little bit vague, anything to do with the works of the devil. <laughs> is it devil that's work? That's a lot. I'm off. Yeah, that's like, a lot of stuff. It's very Mary Whitehouse, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Mm, smells. It's got a whiff of devil. Should we just, yeah, put it in my bag? Thank you. So, you know when you hear an excuse from someone for a reason and you think to yourself, that's not true. Uh, he claims that he decided to become a witch finder and to stop being a lawyer, despite the fact he was great at it, even though he wasn't. Because once, when he was walking, just around, he came across three women, and they were talking about just how much they loved the devil. Right, they, yeah. In March 1644, he said, oh, yeah, I came across these guys, and they were just like, man, we love the devil. We love having sex with the devil. We love making potions for the devil. We love the fact that no one knows how much we love the devil. But they said this all in earshot of Matthew Hopkins. It smells a lot like he maybe asked them to have sex with him, and they said, we'd rather fuck the devil. We'd rather make dinner for the devil. How about no? And he went, a plague on all women. I can get revenge. You know... um when people say, like, isn't it horrible that... When Will's I'm, just casually moisturising his hands, yeah, by the way. Yeah, glycolic fix hand review by Nip and Fab Exfoliating Cream. Is it good? It's really good. Do you like some? Yeah, well, thanks. So, uh... We're going to have such slippery hands. There's a really... Oh, well, this is my second favourite uh, hand cream. Number one has to be Nivea with beeswax. Uh... <laughs> So, you and your little creams. You love lip balm as well. I do love it. I've got my whiskey lip balm right there. Oh my there. god, you've literally got one there. Um, so, uh, you know, like 
in the modern day, people say, like, isn't it horrible that when, like, a man hits on a woman, uh, she'll say, no, she's not interested, but that's not good enough, and that only stop when she says, oh, I've got a boyfriend. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like the 17th century version of that, like, uh, do, you, do, you, do you want to come down the tavern with me? No, I'm busy. Uh, do you want to come out for some venison hunting? No, I'm busy. Listen, I'm going out with the devils. Let yeah. me be. Sorry, I'm literally possessed um, and my demon's washing his hair. So how about no? And then the guy's like, well, actually, guess what? I'm the witch hunter general and now you have to submit to me. It's, and even though it's not sex, I have control over you. And that's exactly, what I actually wanted. It's exactly that. So he... During that first year, he accused 23 women of witchcraft. Four of them died in prison. And the other 19 were convicted and hanged. Uh, So really bad. Now, in 1645, the year later, it's then that he started to claim that he was officially commissioned by Parliament to find witches. And no one checks on it, though there is no evidence of him. I'm not saying he wasn't. He may well have gone to the king and been like, you know what I love? Killing witches and people like, oh my god, say! <laughs> uh, but there's no like evidence for it. So he, you know, Robin Hood had a man band of merry men. Yeah. Well, Matthew Matthew Hopkins had the band of lady prickers. <sighs> it's so about sex, isn't it? It's yeah. so about sex. So they travelled around the villages and towns of eastern England looking for witches, and their main. Arsenal in the fight of which was to prick them. So what he would do, he would get, he had this three needles, each with a three inch long blade. He would stab her with the blade, pull it out, and if she didn't bleed, she was a witch. Right. Now how many women do you reckon bled when he stabbed them in the arm with his three inch blade? Well, probably none. What, you think if I stabbed her in the arm with the blade you wouldn't bleed? Well, wouldn't it depend where you hit? No, no, anywhere you want. Oh, okay, yeah, then they'd probably bleed, yeah. None of them. Because Matthew Hopkins had made a trick pricker. Really? You know, like the toy dagger you get as a kid? And yeah. Then, you know, he'd made, yeah, it was a retractable needle. Every single woman he accused of the pricking, because if you imagine, like, at the time, obviously these people weren't stupid, but that's a trick that you can still get away with now as a magician. Yeah. He, yeah, he, um... Yeah, it was it was false, and then sometimes they'd say, right, well, prove it with a knife, give her another chance. So he and his merry band had purposefully dull knives that they somehow made look sharp. So, you know, obviously, if you pull something dull across you, yeah, it's not going to cut you, but if it, you make it look... It's stagecraft, it's funny, like it's smoke and mirrors. Oh, he's horrible, isn't he? Um, because they think... And they, this sort of the people in my research, they seem to think that he, at the beginning, did genuinely believe in witchcraft. He was a Puritan, and despite them being like quite badly looked on through history, he, they have their own beliefs. Mm. But they think that he was very, very quickly allured to the dark side and realised he could just get money. Just the power. Yeah, he didn't like women, he wanted them gone, and the money was more important. Because he said that he would charge 20 shillings a town, okay? Mm. And people, because they were so scared about witchcraft, because of the king, were willing to pay 20 shillings. Now, that's not a small amount of money, but it's not a grand amount of money. And that was his sort of, like, you know, in the way that uh, 
I don't know, McDonald's always go, does the pound say the menu? Everything will always be under a pound. And then you go, or coat with cheese, and suddenly it's 150. Mm. There is evidence of the town of Stowmarket having paid 23 times. What? What? The 20 shillings, like, yeah. Oh, it's like it's 20 shillings, and that's just for him to turn up, and then each prick is 10 it, shillings. Genuinely, yeah. Like yeah, it's all and then if cost. I do the further knife, tr- like, swipe, that's 50. Um, He's a little weasel. So it was an extremely well-paid career for him. And there is argument in the sort of, like, historical world. Genuinely, do you know who accounts this for us? A Jenna! Um, they do think that he, at no point, was a pure grifter. You know, he wasn't selling cons. I think he believed in witchcraft, genuinely. Still a grifter. But... His rationale was the end justifies the means. Nah, and if I, uh, that's still a grifter. But I'm, but no, but as in a grifter would have thought. So basically, he would have been very happy for ninety nine innocent women to die if one witch was caught, and he genuinely believed the witch existed. Like a real grifter would be like, "Oh, he's idiots with anything. There are no witches." I'm not on the guy's side. Hmm. I think he was just he was he was he was a, a sociopath. Like he was. Completely driven by one. He'd have done very well in twenty-first century comedy. Yeah, sociopaths succeed at all. Fucking leave all your weight. I don't. Hang on. What do I think about this? I think. I think if you genuinely believe that there's witches and you're saving the world from witches, then you would have taken the money out of it because you would believe that the cause was the main thing and therefore poor towns should have access to your brilliance. So if that was the thing, I think the money wouldn't have been on it. And I think if he genuinely thought he was skilled at it, he wouldn't have had these, like, fake things. So I just think pure grifter. Do you know what? Fair enough, grifter. That's how I feel. I think the National Treasures podcast will go on record right now as saying Matthew Hopkins was a cunt. And I don't even care about the backlash that we will get for that. Sue us, Hopkins! Yeah! Um, Anyway, he's the man that came up with the swimming test. Oh, the ducking stool. No, the swimming test is the precursor to the ducking stool. Right. It's even worse than the ducking stool. Oh, man! In the ducking stool, you would drown just through inaction. But you were tied to a chair in the swimming test. And if you drowned, you were innocent. Like, there was no way to win. Drown innocent, don't drown witch, and execute. Like, they all died. Everyone did the swimming test, died. So, in the 14 months, we'll do this in, like, modern-day sort of... You sort of listen to this and you think, like, God, how could they have been this? How could that have been a test? And then you listen to, like, current policy on immigration to this country like there's no legal way to get here but also you cannot come illegally uh like blah 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 and you think we haven't moved on no we're just doing it with with more um admin yeah it's it's a nightmare isn't it so at the time in existence the average farm worker just to put it into money for you he did this for 14 months okay right 300 women were killed (sighs) roughly one. Yeah, it was rough. Roughly one every day and a half. Oh. The average farm worker would earn six pence a day. How much money do you think Matthew Hopkins made in his 14 months? <sighs> so your annual wage for the average person is coming in at 13 quid per annum. So, <coughs> what's he making, like... Two hundred pounds a year. 
thousand. What? Yeah. And in 1647, after his death, uh, there was a... Oh, so he died quite close to all this, then? Well, I'll come to his death very shortly. It's the next thing I'm going to do is, the short, is his death. He wrote a pamphlet about how to catch witches called The Discovery of Witches. Uh, and it was post- posthumous, you know. Uh, and a lot of people, no one knows how he died, but the prevailing theory is that someone was like, this is bullshit. I think you're a witch. And they made him do the swimming trial. Because oh. I just told you had a 100% mortality rate. So there we go. Bit interesting, that, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, um, makes me so, like, impotently angry. Yeah, it's awful. It's really bad. Um, so, we are going to talk very quickly about a book called The Discovery of Witchcraft, mm-hmm. which they think is the book that King James read that inspired him to write the demonology, okay? So it's a book written by Reginald Scott in 1584 as an expose um, on modern witchcraft. Okay, about all the things that show a witch, but it was never meant to be taken seriously. Oh, it is similar to Oscar Wilde's Eat Your Kids If You're Hungry. You read that one? No, it's oh god, no, do I mean Oscar Wilde? I mean Jonathan Swift. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna Google that. Sorry, I thought you'd know about that. A modest proposal, okay? So basically, uh, a modest proposal was a a uh, satirical essay written by Jonathan Swift in 1729 that basically said, listen, Weeks he's Irish, Jonathan Swift, he was the um, St. Patrick's Cathedral in Dublin. He was the rector there. Do you know, he used to jog to work, he used to wash every day, and everybody was mad for exercising and washing. Um, <laughs> also, he invented the name Vanessa. What? Yeah. Um, he had a mistress whose surname was Vanessa. And he used to call her Vanessa, and there's like he invented the name Vanessa, but she was sort of the other woman uh, in his life, and that has spilled through into fiction. You ever come across a character called Vanessa in a, a film or something? They're very, very often like duplicitous or not all they seem. Best example of it is what name does Ursula the Sea Witch take when she becomes a woman in The Little Mermaid? Mm-hmm. It's Vanessa. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, there are some names that throw in. As a clue for the mm. Vanessa is one of them. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to do another quick Google, because um, Vanessa in fiction. Just Google it now. Bang. Um, yeah, My Dark Vanessa is about, this is about a woman who's not what she seems. Uh, Vanessa Vale. Yeah, basically, Vanessa is two things. So, Jonathan Swift wrote this thing. Irish guy, but also he's a doctor. I got up the travels. He said, as a satire... Listen, Ireland, you've got no money. We get it. Why don't you just sell your kids to rich people? Then you'll have money. And if you can't sell them, why don't you eat them? All problems are solved. You're Irish, you've got loads of kids. But it was a satire about how uh, the Irish were treated by mm. the in England, but people didn't get it at the time. But it's very, if anyone has a chance to read it, the full name of it is A Modest Proposal Preventing the Children of Poor People from Being a Burden to Their Parents or Country and for Making Them Beneficial to the Public. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's a very tongue-in-cheek thing. But, so yeah, it was written in that kind of style, The Discovery of Witchcraft, and a lot of people think that it actually was to show how to uh, catch a charlatan who's right. claiming to be a witch or somebody who claims they can find witches. And it's used... Um, 
by a lot of stage magicians as like a textbook of the first material on illusion and stage magic. Um, this guy, this guy who wrote it, Reginald Scott. He thought that anyone being accused of witchcraft, the accuser was the idiot, and any court was made up completely of fools. And he said that the Roman Catholic Church, who loved mysticism, were the biggest fools out there. But James I read it and was like, demons. <laughs> Big demons everywhere. So, yeah. Um, and then, how long have we been recording for, Laura? That is about half an hour. Um, I'm going to tell you very quickly about the Pendle Witches. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be saying goodbye to the non-patrons. And then we'll be talking. Snuggling up with the patrons. We're going to do kids All getting under a duvet together for old Willie's final tale. So, we're not in East Anglia. Pendle. No. That sounds like Cumbria. Lancaster. Same. So, yeah, it's the same kind of area. So it's 12 women who were found accused of witchcraft. One of whom died in custody. The other 11 went to trial. And only... Um, one of them was found not guilty. The other, the, the rest died and were hanged. But it's really important in witchcraft in the UK because it is the only one that we have a concise court report for. Right. So, I mean, this is it. Imagine you've been accused of witchcraft, a thing that isn't real, and then killed for it. And the journal that talks about it is called The Wonderful Discovery of Witches in the County of Lancaster. <laughs> So, just six feet under going, oh, wasn't that wonderful? Could you just state whose perspective that title? No, oh, okay. But it really shows the idiocy of witchcraft because six of the 11 witches on trial were just from two families that hated each other, oh and the God. other five were their two best friends. So you come back to this family called the Demdike family and the Chattox family. Okay, both head up by matriarchs because the fathers had died. So you well, that's suspicious. Elizabeth Southern, who was called Old Demdike, and Anne Whittle, who was called Mother Chattox. Now, Old Demdike had been known as a witch in the area for fifty years. Mm-hmm. But as I said at the beginning, all that meant was she knew that if you ate that root, yeah, yeah, she knew away. what aspirin was. Yeah, she literally dealt in herbs and medicines. So, she's known as the witch of the area, but then the demonology comes out, witchcraft comes up, and witchcraft stops being the nice lady who makes you not infected and becomes very, very bad. So, everyone's starting to get a little bit uneasy of old Demdike, the witch. You're like, come on, you know me. I've brought seven of your kids into the world. I'm a nice lady. But then Mother Chattox was like, nah, nah. I've seen her at night, sucking the devil's teat. She's like, oh, well. She only says that guy saw her sucking the devil's teat. And it was tit for tat, for tit for tat. For teat. Yeah, and then it comes to... Teat for tat. For teat for tat, lovely. Thank Um, you. And then one of the accused, a woman called Alison Device... Very nicely. Have you read Good Omens by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman? I have, but a long time ago. The witch in that is called Anathema Device, and it's Ah. definitely to do with this. Um, So, John Law was a traveller walking along, and then Alison Device said to him, 
may I have some pins? Now, they don't know whether she was begging or she was offering to buy some pins. But he said, no. And Alison Device said, well, I'm going to curse you. They claim. Later that night, John Law had a stroke and he said, Alison did this to me with her curse. But then Alison said, yes, 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 I did tell the devil to blame, to, to, to do it because he's a dick, he deserves it. But her Alison, she's got to control her mouth. But her grandmother was old Demdike, the witch, which led the whole thing in. Then old Demdike accused the Chattox, one of the Chattox, and they come back and forth and back and forth. And they think that the basis of the feud was that one of them... Stole the other one's pins. Stole goods. So the um, the Chattox family broke into the Demdike family house and stole value worth a pound, which in 2023 money... That's a lot. That's like a month's wages. But in 2023 money, it's a hundred pounds. Um, yeah, a month's wages on the yeah. UK comedy circuit. We work on the comedy circuit. Um, anyway, so they claim that's where it all came from. Tit for tat for tit for tat. And then it was sort of brewing and it... the Brewing? Lovely. People were saying, yeah, 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 I think that it is just an old family issue. But then Mother Chattox was claimed to have been seen in the graveyard <gasps> de-holifying graves to steal skulls for potions. Oh, she's got to stop doing that. Well, I don't think she did it, you know. Well, were there any skulls dug up or the ground been dug no up? No one knows. They couldn't have checked. They'd been, been nicked by a fox. Yeah. A <laughs> and then people start taking it more seriously, being like, well, if she's saying this and they've seen her doing that. So then every death in the village over the last few years... They were like, their fans came forward and went, yeah, it was the witches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Once you've got a witch, you're going to pin everything on them. Yeah, basically, it's all going Which down. is ironic, because nobody's got any bloody pins. Um, and lastly for this, James Demdike, one of the Demdike lads, mm-hmm. claimed that Alison had cursed a child and her mother had left a mark on her body where she let the devil suck her. I think you can fill the rest in yourself. She had that mark? She had a flea bite on her vagina and that was enough. How did James know that? Sorry? Do you think he'd looked at her vagina? Well, maybe. They're always banging, aren't they? Yeah. Anyway, it all went out and as a fudge, further eight people were killed. Um, so that's all put in the wonderful discovery of it and the Pendle Witch Trial is a massive, massive witch trial in the UK. All right. Have you enjoyed talking about witches with me? I've had a lovely time. I'm... Happy about how much stuff's come up that I didn't know about. Good. I'm glad we specified UK because it's very easy to just go, oh, Salem. Yeah. Uh, and I, like I say, if you've got an issue with anything, historic uk.com. Take it with them. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, listeners. We'll see you next week for a deep dive on dinosaurs in the UK. Um, Unless you're a patron, of course, in which case we're going to go and do a little bit more fun stuff. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com forward slash national treasures and sign up. And it's five pounds a month. You get four episodes of years and years every month. You 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get extended of, of, the, of every other episode we do and a live stream. Oh, we need to book in the live stream. Yeah, we have a live yeah. stream. Okay. Fair. All right. We're not always on time, but it always turns up eventually. And do you know what? Even if you don't think this is the greatest podcast on earth, give us a five of your tight shit. Anyway, <laughs> bye. Bye. bye.